This is not the time to get distracted. And this is not the time to go off course. This is not the time to lose your focus. Got a word to do for the Lord. The Believers Walking in the Way of Righteousness is now on the air. Our goal is to awaken you from the tradition and the errors of religion and bring you back to the simplicity of the gospel of Christ. If you have any questions or are in need of prayer, please stay tuned until the end of the broadcast. We will give you our website and our mailing address. So at this time, it gives me great pleasure to bring to you our minister, Brother James Ware. God bless you. Truly, we thank the Lord for being here another day by way of radio. At this time, let me pray. Father, in the name of Jesus the Christ, I thank you. I praise you. I honor you. I thank you for this opportunity to be able to come before your peoples and share a word of encouraging. And to that one, that one that have not repented, God, that I may say something may cause them to seek out your will, your way in their lives. And, Father, we just thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for what you're going to do. In Jesus, the Christ name, I pray. Amen and amen. Well, praise God. Praise the Lord. We thank the Lord for you, you and especially for you. We thank God for he has blessed us to be together again at this time, amen, uh, by way of radio. Whether you're listening at your home, on your automobile, on one of your devices, however, we thank God that you have tuned us in. Amen. Uh, you, I'm usually at the station, but wasn't able to make it. We'll be there next week. But we thank God for the technology that we can do the same away from the station that we can do in the station. Amen. I, I, I thank God as well for those that call me on this uh, early part of the week. It was a blessing. I had uh, one minister to uh, pastor and a uh, young lady, uh, uh, Sister Carol, I believe, uh, called, and they, it was a blessing. Amen. Especially, I thank God for the, the pastors, the ministers of the gospel. You know, when you talk, the word usually, the calls that we get is the negative saying, why you did this, why you saying, man, I don't go along with this. But these brothers was really encouraging, and I thank God. Brother told me, say, Brother Webb, you don't need to apologize, amen, to no one if you're teaching the gospel. And it made a lot of sense. And then this one other brother, I, I have a, a beautiful letter that I'm going to let my honey to be hopefully next week uh, read it, and it was it would maybe encourage to some of you. Uh, 
is where it was an encouraging message in the letter. So we thank God what God is doing, what God is going to do, because our goal is to do what? Uh, Teach the gospel. That's it. That's it. I'm not trying to get people to join up with my group to do this, to do that. But if we teach the gospel and somebody can hear the gospel and cry out to God to do that which they should do, it means all the things that we can accomplish. It really does. See, it ain't about money, folks. Our money going to fade away. And we do need some people to love us enough to be faithful in giving. But that's not the issue. But the thing that we are going to have to focus on and that we sometimes miss it, especially as preachers, we sometimes miss it. We go to watching the numbers and watching this and watching that. And in essence, we lose out on the direction of what God has uh, for us to do. And for what what we should do is be concerned about these people that's they walking in error. They're walking uh, in rebelling against the Lord. I was talking to someone, and they was talking about a particular group, and I said, I, that group hadn't been around for black people, and this is not a black-white thing, but they just they started accepting blacks in the early uh, 70s. Before then, y'all was considered to be uh, uh, a lost cause just because of your color. That's sad that somebody could think that way uh, because God made a person one way and made another one. And then they predict uh, the beginning of a time that the world was coming to an end twice, and that didn't happen. And I said, so how can I follow somebody that now you're saying, again, they're talking about and So they don't change the world coming to an end. They changed that great tribulation to hit the earth. Now, we've been in tribulation, but uh, a lot of times people get caught up in little sins and little things, and they catch hope to it. and, and, and it's sad. It's sad that we need to hold on to the Word of God. I don't care who you are. I don't care where you come from. It's the Word of God. And if Christ said, then we can be like the uh, the people uh, that was in the ship with him. Uh, I use this one in Luke, but I think Mark is the one I want. Let me let me go with Luke uh, first. Maybe I could go back to uh, Mark. But anyway, it said, and it came to pass, just Mark, uh, the eighth chapter, and around the 22nd verse, it said, and it came to pass on a certain day that he went into the ship and his disciples, and he said unto them, let us go over unto the other side of the lake. And they launched forth. But as they were sailing, he fell asleep. 
and they came down they and there came down a storm of uh, wind on the lake, and they were full full with water and were in jeopardy, and they came and to say to him saying, and awoke him saying, Master, Master, we perish. Then he arose and rebuked the wind. Now, wait a minute. And, and anyway, after he rebuked the wind, then everything ceased and became calm. Now, and then Jesus said, wait a minute, I should have read that. And then he said unto them, where is your faith? Believers, I think we need to take our faith to the other side. If we can take our faith to the other side of what we believe in and what we are seeing, then we'll be able to go forth and to be and to do that which would have us to be and do. Now, why do you say that, Brother Ware? You say that because of the fact that uh, we're living in a time now we're looking at it on one way, one way. If they say to do it this way, that's what we're looking at. We're doing it this way. But then the Lord sometimes wants you to take it to another side. Now, if he said, let's go to the other side. Now, I want you to think about this. In your life, the Lord have told you it's time to go to the other side in faith. Believing, which means the other side, brother West, you you comfortable where you're at, but he want to carry you into another realm, and carrying you into another realm, that means you got to go on the other side of the faith, of your faith. Now listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. When a person uh, is comfortable in this way, you he have to bring forth things to make them feel uncomfortable. Now, why do you have to make them feel uncomfortable? Because that the word of God, the word of God is not to please man, but cause men to come to repentance. See, we look for something to please us, and we're looking for things to please us, to make, make us feel that we are right, which we are not. Because the Bible tells us that we was born in sin and shaped in iniquity. And if I was born in sin and shaped in iniquity, that means my natural uh, habitat is to do wrong. Yes, that's a natural thing to do wrong. And the reason I say that's a natural thing to do wrong is so many, so many people, uh, babies, when they come forth, the little babies, you don't have to tell them to fake like something wrong. You don't even have to say that. You know why? Because they 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 don't came to the conclusion that they cry, you pick them up. You, they begin to control the situation. A lot of times we don't understand, especially we that are in the church and, uh, and confessing ourselves to be so-called Christian or uh, believers or saints or whatever you want to call yourself. Uh, it's so much easier 
situation you are in when we we, we shouldn't be feeling comfortable because the way sin is on the rampart, the way the things are going on, the world is uh, all the uh, schism and the stuff that's going on in the world, we as believers should be uncomfortable. Yes, we should be praying even the more. We should be seeking God's will, God's way, even the more. It's so hard now to find uh, people that want to do the will of God. The Lord put someone in my life to pray early in the morning. Before then, I, I can remember, I can be honest with you, I can remember praying two or three mornings, and next thing you know, you you you. you went to sleep a little later, and then now you can't get up. You can't get up to pray. And pretty soon, oh, about a month or so, you done quit praying in the early hours. Now, if you're going through something, now you can still deal with it. In other words, if Brother Ware having problems in my family, having problems in uh, someone that I'm fellowshipping with or something, or someone done asked me to uh, really pray and they close to me, oh, yeah, then I can get up. I get up and I'll pray. And matter of fact, I even miss a few meals. Oh, but when everything is going pretty good, everything is, you know, pretty comfortable, then it is not easy. Why? Because I need to take my faith to the other side. Yes, I need to take my faith to the other side because in this side, I am comfortable. And if I'm comfortable, I'm not doing God's will. So therefore, if I repent and follow the word, start studying the word, it's amazing, folks. We that say we love God, we that say God have called us and chose us to do a word, we have to almost allow certain things to come into our life so that we can pray outside of now. We know we pray going to get ready to go to bed. Oh, God, protect me. Uh, I forgot the little prayer that everybody used to say when you look. Oh, if I should die before I wake, I pray to Lord my soul you take. Now, we don't have that problem. Now, you may not pray like that, but I know that's what we teach the little children, and then your grace, we would say, God is good, God is, uh, how would he say, oh, God is good, God is great. I can't figure that out what I said as little children. I mean, you can be living in a messed up home, uh, but you have a a general word of praying, but then what about the other side? What about moving to the other side of your faith? Now, when you go into the other side of your faith, you got to go through problems. Now, Jesus, the one that told them, and matter of fact, he could have put it in your heart to go to the other side in faith now, in faith. Go to the other side in faith. What you mean, Brother Well, Here's what we are talking about. You're comfortable. You're comfortable. You think you're doing pretty good. Uh, you love the Lord, but how many times do you sacrifice? And 
begin to say, I'm going to read my Bible. God, speak to me through your word. Speak to me not only in your word, but speak to me as I pray. I want to meditate on you. See, if we pray quickly, and most of the time, and I catch myself doing, Lord, I want you to do this, want you to do that, want you to do this, want you to do that. I thank you for doing this. I thank you for doing that. And then all of a sudden I say, amen. Now, wait a minute. By saying amen, I haven't went to the other side. I'm on this side because I'm on the grateful side. I'm on the thanking side. I'm in the position that here's God want to speak to me. He want to tell me, James, where your ways is not pleasing to me. He might say, James, where you might need to miss tomorrow meal, uh, not eat tomorrow. But uh, we can't hear that nowadays. We used to. And uh, some of you done heard your mama and your daddy and your grandmama, granddaddy, talk about fasting and how God will do things when you sacrifice for the Lord. But anyway, back to the disciples. They was, uh, Jesus told them. Now, they was getting uh, a word from the Lord to do what? Go to the other side. Now, you say, so what's so fantastic about that, brother? Well, they just going to the other side. But a lot of times, a lot of times, that's when you see where your faith is at. See, as long as we don't do anything, as long as we're not doing something, faith, okay. But moment when they uh, launch out, when they begin to go to the other side, Jesus always aware of everything. Matter of fact, the Bible even tell us that he discerned the thoughts of men, even when he was here. And now that he's not here, that he's sitting in a heavenly place in the, uh, in the throne of God on the power of God. The Bible says the right hand is just speaking about the power of God. Okay. Uh, so he's in the midst right now, and yet we'll find ourselves doing a little bit different. And you know why we'll do a little bit different? Because we want to handle it ourselves. We want to take it on ourselves. And we got to know if he told you to do something, you can do it. I don't care what it is. Now, that's the difference. If the Lord told you to do it, not Mary Jane, Sally Sue, Sister Walsh, uh, Brother Bummer B, uh, whoever. Now, when they tell you to do something or they say it long enough, now, how many times you, some of you, think about it, that you decided to be, uh, people say, you look like a preacher. You sound like a preacher. You act like a preacher. And they put that in your mind, and pretty soon you'll say, you know, God called me to preach. And, oh, you'd be sincere for about six months. But after that, well, they don't let me teach at the church. I ain't going to worry about it. I just wait on my time to come. So you go to church each week waiting on your time to come. And yet you say God called you to speak. God called you to do this. Now, that's not going to the other side. And the reason it's not going to the other side, so if God called you to do a work, surely he will begin to bless you 
to do that work. The disciples couldn't believe that he was allowing them not to go to the other side. You say, yeah, they did. They thought it. Oh, really? How can you say that when the first thing problems came up, the wind? Uh, I'm thinking that some of you, not all of you, some of you would say, you don't want to say go to the other side. And uh, if the ship getting water in, after a while, the water going to get to him, and he'll wake up, and he will tell us what to do. But, of course, when fear comes in, and that's what the enemy works on, your selfish emotion. If he can work on that, he can deal with you because he can get you out of the realm of you believing God by faith. You can do the situation. Matter of fact, you can believe God that if God said it, Lord, I don't know how you said it. I don't know why you said it, but I'm going to believe you. And pretty soon, now we'll do that sometime on an automobile, sometime on a house. You uh, Materialistic-wise, you'll do that. You'll say, well, you know, Lord, you t- the Lord told me that I was going to have this house. I didn't know how I was going to get it. Or I was going to get in this apartment. I didn't know how I was going to get there. Or I was going to get this automobile. I didn't know how I was going to get there. Now, mind you, but because the Lord told you, you in turn got a mindset. Your mindset is to do what? Stand on what you know God said it because you know you didn't think of it. You didn't see it. You weren't thinking about it. And he put it in your mind. And once he put it in your mind, then it came to pass. Now, some of you make things be God. Hello. I say some of you make things be God. Of course, I done did it myself. I I done said, Lord, this situation is for me, and I know it, and I want you to bless it. And then you have to back up a few weeks, a few months later and say, oh, my God, I thank God that you didn't answer that prayer. That ain't for me because then you was able to back away from it and see the negative part of it. And once you saw the negative part of it, then you was able to understand you weren't in the will of God. You was just doing something according to the flesh. Believers, when we start going on the other side, when the problems arose, how is it that we get out of the realm, even though Christ is with you? Remember, he told you in comfort that uh, he was speaking to the disciples as well, speaking to you. He said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Now, sometimes we want Christ not to be with us. You know why? Because that's the time that when we are dipping and dabbing in our opinion and our understanding, and and we want to do it our way. So we don't want Christ to be with us then. Now, if things are difficult and things are, are going not according to what we thought, not as smooth as we thought, then we change it around and say, no, no, no. I don't, I, I 
want the Lord, I got to believe God to to deal with this situation or deal with that situation. So what we are saying, when they begin to move on the other side to the lake, being obedient to the word of Christ, following the word, then came the storm, came the situation. How is it that the storm started all of a sudden when they got in the middle of the lake or the middle of the sea or whatever they was in? How is it that, uh, uh, you know what, I'm going to have to go back to Mark because the reason I said I'm going to have to go back to Mark because Mark was dealing with the situation as well and the way he told his story that it was a lot of little ships there too. You know, people wanted to follow Christ. They wanted to to get to him because of the thought that he had. And, and you know, he wasn't puffing himself up like the preachers today. Puff themselves up and then you try to get to him. No, no, no. And uh, Christ made them uh, not to puff him up. Remember when he was trying to, when the woman came for the healing? Uh, her child, and uh, every all the, the people living here, the disciples say she crying after us. No, she was crying for Jesus. She wanted Jesus to bless her child. But in the midst of him blessing her child, the disciples come where he she crying after us. She she wanted to deal with us, and Jesus overlooked what they were saying because see they think carnality and the truth of the matter is god doesn't deal in carnality he deal in spiritual and as he began to uh talk and say those things guess what then all of a sudden the woman stood steadfast she still was begging she still was seeking and he tried to throw off and say look uh it's not weak it's not for us to give the children bread, the dog, but the woman came back and said, even the children get the crumb, the dogs get the crumb that fall from the master's table. Brothers and sisters, when you can hold your faith like that, that the situation don't move you, but you know what you come after in Christ, you know what you're seeking after, you're not seeking after uh, uh, praises of men, but you're seeking after the will of God. I see that my time, I'm going to have to go on break. I'll be back in a couple of minutes, and then we'll finish this, because I, I, I was, since I said that, I want to show you the difference between them and, and, and her. All right? God bless you. Praise the Lord, my friend. Brother Ware will return shortly. I would like to take a minute to invite you to pray for the believers walking in righteousness and minister Brother Ware. We thank you for listening and would be really grateful if you would let a friend know about the broadcast. If you would like to contact Brother Ware for speaking engagements or any other correspondence, please call 404-293-7557. Again, if you would like to contact Brother Ware for speaking engagements, please call 404-293-7557. Please stay tuned until the end of the message for all contact information. 
We will be taking questions and comments in the second half of the broadcast. For questions and comments, we invite you to call 404-355-8699. That's 404-355-8699. And now, let's welcome back Brother Will. Well, praise God, praise the Lord. We are back. We are back. I'm not in the station today, but I promise you I'll be there next week. You'll be able to get me. But if you want to, after the broadcast is over with, you can reach me by dialing 404-355. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm giving the call in number. 404-293-7557. That's 404-293-7557. If I don't answer, leave your name and number. I promise you I'll call you right back in a 24-hour period. Amen. And and um, then we'll deal with the issues of the problem or the circumstance or whatever. Let me get back to this lady for for the difference. Now, see, uh, she was determined not to get thrown off, not to allow situation and circumstance. See, see, when you get like that, Lord, I don't know, but I know you told me so. So if I know you told me so, I don't know how it's going to happen, but I'm going to stand and believe you. I don't care what the situation looked like. I'm going to believe you. And let me tell you something. When you get uh, uh, in a situation that you can't do nothing, then then you have to trust and hear him. Hear ye him. And then I promise you, then therefore you can move in that realm because he honors faith. He's honored that. If you have faith in him, He's not going to allow you to go down. No, ma'am. No, sir. If you got faith in knowing whatever he told you to do, uh, you're going to do it. You know, and I look at the situation myself. When he called me, when he chose me, I didn't care about whether somebody else could do it better than me, whether somebody else can say this or do that and know this. and know. It wasn't an issue to me. I just know what he told me, and I stood on that. And standing on that, then everything else went according to promises. So, my brother, my sister, back to the woman, and then back to them in the ship. And I said I'm going to turn back to Mark for a little bit just because he gave a different illustration, and I like him, not that one is better than the other, but he just made it a little bit more plainer. But after the woman uh, said even the dogs eat the crumb, that means she was determined to not to give up. She was coming for something, and she didn't want to lose out in it. She wasn't going to be discouraged. She wasn't going to go according to what us and what we say. Oh, who do you think he is calling me this and calling me that? Now, some of us would have said that, okay? But the truth of the matter is when you really want something from God, you're not going to settle for 
uh, just anything. You're going to stand and be all and get all that he have told you to get. Amen. Especially when you know it's yours, when you know something is yours, you're not going to take down, folks. If you take down, then you didn't really think it was yours. And the Bible says in the book of James, you become a wavering-minded person. So don't think that you're going to get anything from the Lord. You got me? So a lot of times we move, we, we move this side and that side, and we don't know, and we don't stand on the word, then all of a sudden we lose out. And you want to, Lord, why did I lose that? I was trusting you, and I was doing this and doing that. And it sounded like, yes, you should have got it, but you didn't get it. You didn't get it because you didn't press through the faith of believing what he had told you. You say, well, brother, yeah, I don't believe it because what's for me is for me. It just went for me. No, ma'am. No, sir. You're not right. The Bible lets you know way, way, way back the children of Israel, when they left out of the land of Egypt, they was going to a land that flows with milk and honey, uh, uh, similar. Now, it didn't flow. In other words, they had better than everything. They could live substance and, and enjoy their uh, uh, living because the, the great the clusters was so big and on and on. But they got there. Didn't take them long to get there, days to get there. But lo and behold, when they made the mistake and sent out the spies to spy out the land, then all of a sudden they come back with negative attitude. Some even got so bad, says, we look like grasshopper in our own eyesight. You see what how the devil does you? He turns this thing around, still is saying, look, we're going to the other side. God told us that's our land, and he done blessed us with all the other people that rose up against us on our way there. Then, lo and behold, now we're seeing this. Only Joshua and Caleb, the only one that left uh, out of Egypt and went and spy out the land. He said, they say, yeah, they, they, they do look like giants. Yeah, they they do look like this and doing that. But guess what? God, we got the Lord on our side. So we can always overcome that situation. That's not even a problem. Do you know the real Jews? We're not talking about the fake Jews that you see now, uh, Jewish nation. When you look at those people, they was about the smallest group of people that you can see. They didn't have all this uh, height and being. Matter of fact, the Bible says uh, uh, Saul uh, was uh, head and shoulders above all of them, and they were small people. But guess what? Because they had God, because God was leading them, the Lord was leading them, they was able to accomplish any any group of people that they came to if they was in the will of God. Now, see, hold up, hold up, brother. Well, 
when they, I, I know they went in uh, slavery, not only in Egypt, they went in slavery in Babylon. They went in slavery on and on. Yes, they did go in slavery. But you know why? Because they are not obeying the word of God. And when you are not obeying the word of God today, it will cause you to be in bondage. It will cause you to, to lose out on your blessing that God had promised you. See, when God promised you something, he's going to bring it to pass if you abide in your word and his word abide in you. See, too long people want to get the blessings of God and live like they want to live. It doesn't work that way, believers. You cannot do that and expect. I don't care what these other preachers of this one saying or that one is saying. God will, uh, he has stipulation. Just like you with your children when they are young. Remember how your children when they were eight, nine years old and they wanted some ice cream or they wanted some cake, they wanted some candy. You had stipulation. Why? Because you knew what was best for them. Now, you would give them some, providing that they ate their vegetable, providing that they ate uh, what you told them to eat, that dinner or lunch or whatever you told them to eat. Nevertheless, that's when you may would give them uh, a, a blessing, uh, some, a treat. That's what we call them. And, and you would give them treats to them, not because you knew it was so good for them, because nine times out of ten it wasn't, but because they ate the other stuff that was good for you. So as it is with your life, brothers, sisters, it's the same way. When you are get out of the will of God, God can't give you what you want and what he done promised you because you are not doing that which God have commissioned for you to do. Yes, we'll make up an excuse and we'll say this and say that. We'll say, Lord, I, I, I did this and I did that. And Lord, why you can't bless me with this? And then the Lord, hey, but you got the mind of a wavering minded See, Your mind is going backwards and forth. Anything that you start and it looks so difficult, now you want to back out of it. And you want to back out it because it looks difficult. Now, you know what? That's one thing I believe in my heart that when I close my eyes and go into eternity sleep and, and, and they get ready to go plant me in the ground somewhere, I believe that somebody will come and have a testimony that Brother Ware was, he, he was dead set on whatever God told him to do. He, regardless of the amen, regardless of the situation, regardless of that, he stood on it. And we would say, no, uh, he's standing on something and this and that. But I promise you, I'm steadfast and unmovable if I believe that it's God. Now, if I do it, if I find myself and, and, and I begin to say, hold up now, Lord. I know you said if I delight myself in you, that you'll give me the desires of my heart. And that's what I tried to do, delight myself in you. 
some way I'm missing it because I don't see this happening. I don't see this going forth. And then all of a sudden, it will turn. It will flip. And then certain things I find that I went after. Yes, my design was to do ABC when God never told me to do ABC. He told me to do one, two, three. Amen. And because he told me to do that, then I'm looking at the situation in the wrong way. So many of you, as I say, God tell you to do something, and because of the situation arises, because of certain things come into your life, then you feel, yes, I said you feel, you feel that I must admit God, that devil told me to do it. So guess what? Because you got a little opposition in the situation and the direction that you were going, then you start giving the devil praise. No, ma'am. No, sir. You got to stand on the word, just like the children of Israel had to stand on the words after they spied out the land. They should have been like Joshua and Caleb. They would have said, yes, I know it don't look like it, that we can defeat. It doesn't look like I'm going to be able to, to, to defeat them. But wait a minute. We got somebody big on our side. We got an almighty God. And since we got an almighty God, then guess what? I'm standing on that. I'm standing on being all that the Lord have called and chose for me to be. And the Lord said, I can get it. I can have it. Guess what? I got it. You remember? I'm trying to go to Mark. But remember, David. Take David in for, uh, we often talk about the 23rd Psalm. We often talk about David repenting. But have you ever thought about that when he was anointed to be king, when David was anointed to be king, he could have sat back and had him been some of us. I'm going to be king because I've been anointed to be king. So I'm going to do it this way. I'm going to do it that But wait a minute. David, opposition didn't come into his life. Really. All the other opposition when it came into his life, number one, when it spoke to kill the lion, one, no problem. Took the slain shot, killed the lion. Uh, when he had to kill the bear, took the slain shot and killed the bear. And he would just get out there and just rejoice in the Lord, sing songs unto the Lord, and how God have blessed him. Then all of a sudden his dad told him to go to where your brother's at and feed him. The wall was a little bit different then. And he goes and, uh, to feed uh, his brother, bring them food. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. After he went there, uh, he seen how they was allowing the enemy. Hold up. Guess what? Some of us is allowing the enemy to what? To bring us down. We act like uh, corona, uh, the, the, the virus is greater than the Lord. The virus is not greater than the Lord. If the Lord have told you to do it, do it. Whatever God done told you, not worry about it. Yes, uh, I know. I know how people say, well, if you don't do this, if you don't do that. They don't know. They don't know when something 
that they can't control, they try to figure it out, and they can't figure it out. We have to trust and rely in how God tells us. If God tells you to do uh, whatever, then do it. Believe. I'm going because I know God told me. Not because I feel like this or I feel like that. No, no, no. You have to do according to the word of God. But anyway, the children of Israel knew that God said he was taking them to that land. He knew, and some people thought, like, God ain't going to put more on you than you can bear. No, ma'am, not the God I serve. He will put more on you than you're able to bear because he wants you to trust in him. Remember uh, uh, back to what uh, Caleb and, and, and uh, uh, his uh, brother uh, said, look, yeah, we see all these things. We see the cluster. We see this. Joshua, I don't know why it left my mind, but uh, Joshua and, and saying that, yeah, we see this. But guess what? We ain't looking at our strength. We looking at the strength of the Lord. And if I'm looking at the strength of the Lord, then God will bless us. He will give victory, just like he did with Pharaoh's army. Man, we done seen all the miracles that he did in your life. And he did it so that you can get faith. When you didn't have, when you was a babe, God bless you with situations and circumstances in your life. So your faith is there. But then we go to depending on preachers to to get us somewhere. No, no. This preacher's going to say uh, this, and that preacher's going to say that. No, it ain't about what they say. It's about what God told the Lord spoke in your heart. If he done told you, let's go to the other side, then guess what? Let's start that way. Lord, you told me. I don't know why I'm seeing all this opposition. And guess what? David went, as I was saying, the enemy didn't want me to let you know. With all the circumstances, David had the problem once God have anointed him to be the king. Now, listen, listen to me, listen to me. After he was anointed to be the king, he could have killed the king. His men could have killed the king. But you know what? God says, look at him. Through the uh, anointed king to be the king, which was David, he said, listen, God have raised him up. Who in the world, and I'm putting in James Well words now, who in the world can give us the authority to take him down? I would have said, hold up. James Well would have said, hold up. He, in turn, uh, need to go down because God don't anointed me to be the king. I already know. No, he said, touch not God's anointed. See, when God does something, I can tell you, brothers and sisters, situation, I done seen things happen to me. People done did things, but God bring it back around. And God say, look, you see, you got victory anyway. Why? Because I did it. And when I do it, I'm not going to allow the enemy to get victory in whatever area. I just believe that. I believe that wholeheartedly. Let me, let me, let me go. 
But see, here's the thing. In Mark, when Mark was saying that, uh, and he was saying, let us uh, pass unto the other side. And then he in turn says, look, uh, not only was them, they going, it says, and when they had sent away the multitude, they took him and he uh, was in the ship and were also with him others little ships. Now, guess what? I thought about that. I said, wait a minute. If the storm came up and the little bitty boat, see, I got a little bitty boat. So guess what? When If a storm come up, it going to move that little bitty boat quick, fast, and in a hurry out the way. Maybe where they was going, and, and the reason I'm saying this, where they was going on the other side, the first thing that come out was a lunatic man, a man possessed of the devil living in the tomb, tearing his clothes off, and he run and sit at Jesus' feet. Now, wait a minute. This man was a, a, a demon-possessed man. And Jesus asked him what his name was and say he legion, for we are men. Now, wait. He told him to go to the other side. On his way to the other side, he had the, the storm come up to get all the riffraff. See, if all of the other peoples had a cane with him, they would have said, oh, look at him. He's fooling with somebody crazy or whatever. But guess what? Because he, uh, the storm come up and probably blowed them little old ships out from around them, or they probably went the other way trying to get away. I don't know. But I believe because when he went there, the the lunatic man come. Now, here's what the problem with him. He needed to be delivered, okay? And after he saw who who Jesus was, he worshipped him. So it ain't nothing about somebody being demon-possessed and yet trying to worship God. I done seen people act that way. Some of them got a lust demon. Some of them got an angry spirit. Some of them got a jealous spirit, and yet trying to worship God. But in the midst, once he got on the other side, he prayed and he cast out this devil. And I'm rushing through it because my time is getting short. But he prayed for the man, and the demons were sent into swines. And according to the scriptures, if you read it on, you'll find what I'm saying. According to the scripture. Then all of a sudden, these swine ran violently in the water and killed themselves. Now, the people automatically didn't want uh, him to be in their city. Now, the reason they didn't want him in the city, wait a minute, you don't call the, the, uh, uh, the swine to go over. Now, wait a minute, Lord, you're messing with our money now. You messing with our, what we believe. I know you told us not to eat the swine, but I can sell it to folks that want to eat the swine. You know, we, a lot of things we don't want, we want to sell it to somebody else. Uh, but nevertheless, here's my point. What was his purpose if he never had made it to the other side? 
He couldn't deliver the man with many demons. He couldn't have set. He could have set the man free. In other words, he wouldn't. The, the disciples would have never knew about these situations. What I'm saying, and, and I got to close. Here's what I'm saying. A lot of you, the Lord wants you to go to the other side, not because of the fact that uh, uh, it's just joy. No, it's a work to do. He don't do it just for fun and game or to be a blessing. You can get a blessing where you're at now, but it's a purpose for you going to do more. And the purpose is that God want to get the glory. This is why you are doing it. God wants to get the glory from you. And if he can get the glory because he wants you to depend on him and he want to be a blessing, some of the situation going on in your family is going on only because of the fact that God trying to get you to go to the other side in your faith. And I believe that some of you really is chosen by him. But we think we got to have a title. I'm I'm um chief bishop. I'm this. I'm apostle this. I'm that. I'm all these names. Why not just be Peter, James, John? Why not just be Esther, Mary? Amen. Why? Because it ain't about them, uh, the, what you want them to respect. It's about him. And as long as you're going to the other side to do a work, then God can begin to bless you. And I believe some of you hearing me today know that you need to take your faith to the other side, that you've been over here comfortable but you need to go a higher height and a deeper depth in him. And if you go a higher height and a deeper depth in him, he will do the controlling. He will do the blessing. He will do the transformation. But you got to be willing to follow him. Father, we thank you. Father, I praise you. Father, I honor you. I thank you for the one that I'm speaking to that they can go forth in faith in you and realize that you have chosen, you have called them, you have ordained them to go that higher height and that deeper depths in you. Father, we thank you for that one that discouraged, Lord, that they can be encouraged that nothing happened to annoying that you said that you would never leave us or forsake us. And because they have made you Lord of their life, they can move forward. They can go that higher height and that deeper depth. And Father, we just thank you for that one, that one that's seeing like they need to just surrender all today, God, and be all that you called and chose them to be. I praise you. I honor you. In Jesus Christ's name, I pray. Amen and amen. Listen, believers, here's what we're trying to say in closing now. We're trying to say some of you, if you really want all that God got, and it ain't about nobody else looking at you. It ain't about nobody honoring you. No, ma'am, no, sir. 
It's not about none of that. It's about you being obedient to God. If you be obedient to God as an elementary student, he'll take you to the middle school. And if you be obedient to the Lord, he'll take you to the high school spiritual, what I'm saying. And as he take you to them areas, then he can really bless you. We are here for you. If you have any questions or any desire to discuss what we were saying, you can reach me at 404-293-7557. That's 404-293-7557. Or visit us online. It's brotherjamesware.org. Brotherjamesware.org dot o-r-g and you can visit us there and read other stuff that we have amen i'm looking forward to hearing from some of you amen as you be obedient to god god will be obedient to you that's right he will his will will be submitted to your will because you're delighting in him brother where is saying as i always say You don't have the problem that you think you have. All you need is more faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you. Praise the Lord. I pray that the message that you just heard was an eye-opener and a blessing to you. If you would like to hear this message and many of our other messages, please log on to our website brotherjamesware.org that's brotherjamesware.org now if you have a desire to contact brother Ware for special prayer or just to be a blessing to our program you may write a letter to P.O. Box 232 Easley, South Carolina 29641 that's Brother James Ware P.O. Box 232 Easley E-A-S-L-E-Y South Carolina 29641 Please include the station that you heard him on. And remember, we are praying that you grow to higher heights and a deeper depth in the Lord. Remember, Ephesians 1.18. May the Lord bless you.